Welcome to the Embody Your Brand podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Christensen, a brand strategist and creative director that helps service providers build high-touch brands that embody your mission, call in your dream clients, and amplify the impact you're here to make. From running a brand design studio to leading the creative team of an eight-figure startup, I've spent my entire career learning how to craft successful brands from the inside out. And now I'm here to share everything you need to know to build an in-demand brand. From strategic branding tips to powerful mindset shifts to conversations with guest experts, it's my intention to empower you with the most holistic resources and perspectives on branding so that you can build one that truly lasts. So let's dive in to the Embody Your Brand podcast. Hello, my wonderful listener, and welcome back to another episode of the Embody Your Brand podcast. When you're listening to this, I will be somewhere in Ireland exploring the beautiful country with my childhood best friend. So I'm definitely recording this episode ahead of time so I can stay consistent with the schedule and, of course, get these episodes out to you weekly, which is a big priority of mine. But yeah, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm likely going to be sharing content from that trip. And you know, it's just a fun vacation. And you know, it's my childhood best friend and I live on opposite sides of the country. And it's just fun to get together and reconnect. And of course, just create amazing memories in a new country. And I'm sure I will be receiving a lot of creative inspiration and who knows, maybe even some branding insights on this trip. So I'm excited to keep you posted on how that goes. Also, I have to say, this is my 10th episode on this podcast. It might seem silly celebrating just 10 episodes, but For me, this seems so monumental. It's crazy to think that I almost completely put off doing this podcast at all. And I share about a little bit about this in the first episode on this podcast, but I could not have imagined this going any other way. It makes me so happy that you are all here listening to this and I have so much more up my sleeve for you. So a big thank you to you for being here. And I hope that this provides a lot of value to you and that, of course, you'll stay around. On today's episode, I'm sharing six ways to strengthen your brand's messaging. Now, I will admit, I come from a visual background. (laughs) My career was mostly in design, but I will say Messaging is something that I have been personally prioritizing as a skill this past year and have been developing it further. And quite honestly, I have found it to be game changing. And this is just a personal opinion, but I believe that messaging is a skill that every business owner should nail down because our words can carry so much influence. When you think about it, in its essence, brand messaging shapes the relationship between your brand and your audience. And it's not just about words. It is about creating a narrative and fostering connections and leaving a memorable impression 
that drives positive associations with your brand and, of course, helps you sell your services and become fully booked out, which is what we ultimately want, right? So with that said, maybe grab a cozy seat or a notebook or, you know, if you're driving listening to this, you can maybe come back to some of these tips, but let's get started on crafting brand messaging that really resonates and captivates your audience. So tip number one is prioritizing being clear over being catchy. And this is a mistake I've seen time and time again. I've also will admit I've fallen trapped to this because there's nothing more exciting sometimes than being like, oh, that, you know, I created something that sounds really clever or cheeky or, you know, this is creative. But doing that sometimes can cost you. I mean, it's great when you can strike a balance between the two, but something that I've learned is so important is prioritizing being clear over being catchy. So as you're writing your brand messaging or maybe you know, you're know you reviewing things after this podcast episode or whatever it is, ask yourself, is this clear? Would my ideal client understand what this means? And a way that we can help identify if it is very clear is, well, A, if it's specific, but B, if you ground your words with something tangible, you know, put numbers to it or something that indicates where your ideal client is at. For example, I'll use an example from my own brand. I could say that a particular service of mine is for female service providers looking to elevate their brands. But that, quite honestly, is pretty vague. What does elevating your brand mean? What does that do for me? And there's a way that I can refine this further to instantly create more demand and desire for the service when I say something like, This service is for a female service provider that is looking to get to consistent 10K months. She's struggling with the aesthetic of her site. Maybe it doesn't really match up with her vision for the brand and believes that once she gets that brand in order, she's going to be able to bring in those clients who are ready to invest in themselves, who are going to benefit the most from her services and are going to be her biggest brand advocates. Do you see how something like that could be way more compelling than just saying looking to elevate their brands? Hopefully you do. And it's just getting specific. It's being really clear. There are no confusing words. It's not very trendy. It's direct and it's to the point. And the whole goal with this is to have your ideal client raise their hand and be like, oh my God, that's me. Yes, you are speaking directly to me. Now, tip number two can definitely help with tip number one. But my second tip for you is ensure you have a compelling brand story. And your brand story is really the foundation of your brand's messaging. 
Your story is what sets you apart from your competitors and most importantly, creates an emotional bond with your audience. And think of your story almost as like the visual I love to use here is the roots of just this towering oak tree. Just take a moment to visualize this big, beautiful, grand tree and picture the roots grounding it to the earth. But just as the roots provide stability and nourishment to the tree, your brand story really anchors your business and gives it a sense of purpose and authenticity and life. And just like every tree is unique, your brand story is your own. And that's what sets you apart from the competition. That is something that is 100% unique to you. So share it. Your story really should reflect your journey, your struggles, and your triumphs. And the most important thing here is authenticity. All right. Authenticity is key. So don't be afraid to let your unique personality shine through. And this is something that can be difficult to do, especially if you're not used to putting yourself out there in such a transparent way. But trust me, I've seen time and time again, when you're able to get this piece right, it can change everything for you. It could be the difference between marketing yourself without getting those clients coming in to connecting so well with them and having a flood of inquiries that just light you up and feel so excited. So it's really important. <laughs> All right, on to tip number three, be consistent. Consistency is really the glue that holds everything together here. And the more consistent that you can be, the more trust that you'll build and the more familiarity you'll have with your audience. So whether it's your social media or your website or your email campaigns, make sure that your messaging aligns seamlessly. I like to think of this as your brand being a puzzle and every piece of content you put out there is a puzzle piece. And the more consistent these pieces are in terms of your messaging or your tone of voice or even your visuals, honestly, the clearer your brand's image becomes, right? Or the puzzle. And I've talked about consistency before on this podcast. It really is so important. And think about it. Think about the businesses that you buy from or the people that you invest in. Chances are they have a consistent message no matter where they show up. And that helps build trust, right? It can be off putting if you're saying one thing in an Instagram ad and then your website's completely different or there's just a disconnect. And buyers in this day and age can feel that the market is very sophisticated. So you have to have that consistency. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is to make sure that you are connecting emotionally through your messaging. Emotions are huge because studies have shown, and I found through personal experience with myself and my clients, that emotions create a lasting impact on someone. Have you ever heard of that quote, 
you won't really remember what you did, but you'll remember how you feel or something like that. I'm completely butchering it, (laughs) but it's the same concept here. Emotions really are the bridge that connects your brand to your audience hearts. So when crafting your messaging, consider how you want your audience to feel. Are you aiming for excitement or trust or nostalgia even, or maybe empowerment? Think about the words that come to mind with how you want your audience to feel and infuse these emotions into your content, into your messaging to create a genuine connection. I remember, like the quote I butchered, (laughs) people remember how you made them feel more than the exact words you used. And I think this should give you some confidence to not, the, the words don't have to be perfect. As long as they evoke that feeling, right? That is what's key here. All right, on to the last tip, tip number five. And even though this is last, (laughs) honestly, it is probably one of the most important things that you can do to increase sales. And that is always include a call to action. I could shout this from the rooftops. I can't tell you how many business owners I've seen put so much content out there, likely on Instagram, and are not selling their services. It is mind-boggling to me. How are people supposed to buy from you if you don't invite them to do so, if you don't give them an opportunity to do so? And the thing is, too, I know it can sound repetitive, but not every single piece of content you put out there. And someone could just be seeing something for the first time. So including a call to action in whatever you put out there is so important. Every piece of messaging should have a purpose. And that purpose is often guided by your call to action or your CTA, right? Your CTA tells your audience what you want them to do next whether it's subscribing to your newsletter or booking a call with you or sharing a piece of content, right? We could go on and on here. So don't forget to sell. (laughs) It's interesting. I actually had this conversation with someone I had a strategy session with last week and we were talking about her brand story, how to show up on social media. She is building a coaching business for the first time. And this was a tip that I gave her and it seemed to completely change everything for her when I said this, like, don't forget to sell. (laughs) Don't forget to invite people to do what you do. So it's just funny. It honestly comes up a lot and it can be easy sometimes. You're like, well, I don't want to seem pushy or desperate. And trust me, you won't. If you check off the box of every other tip that I've given you, you will come across as authentic and genuine and It'll seem like an invitation to work with you rather than pushing it onto someone, right? It'll be more magnetic. And if you think of it this way too, think of your audience as like ships on the ocean, just floating around, right? They're in your ocean, but maybe they don't really know where to go. And so I'd love for you to think about your CTA as a lighthouse of sorts, guiding these ships 
safely to shore, (laughs) safely to your business. It's that beacon that directs them towards the next step you want them to take. So just as a lighthouse's light is clear, stakeable, you know, your CTA should do the same. It should be concise and compelling and aligned with your overall messaging. So honestly, if I could emphasize any one of these, this will be a complete game changer if you're really intentional and strategic about it. But including that call to action in it is so important. So I know I've covered a lot here. I'm trying to make this as quick as possible for you, hopefully as easy to understand and implement as possible. But let's take a moment to recap the six ways to strengthen your brand's messaging. The first is prioritize being clear over being catchy. Tip number two, ensure you have a compelling brand story. Tip number three, be consistent. It's really the glue that holds it all together. Tip number four, make sure to connect emotionally through your messaging. And tip five, last but definitely not least, always include a call to action. And I'd love for you to remember this one thing. I share this often, but it's especially important to keep in mind here is that branding and this journey with your brand messaging is ongoing. It's not going to be perfect, but what we can do is keep trying at it and refining it and testing it and seeing what resonates with our audience, seeing what doesn't. It's why it's important to really regularly reassess and refine your messaging strategy to keep your brand relevant and impactful, right? So don't forget, as you're putting this content out there, as you're working on, whether it's your web copy or something for a marketing material, make sure to look at the statistics of it to really see what's working. That's the whole point of this, right? <laughs> it's one thing to put something out there, but it takes it to the next level when you can actually assess and look for trends and see what's working and what's not. And it can be really exciting when you dive into those numbers. So hopefully that's something that you're doing. If not, highly encourage that because they say success leaves clues and you're able to see from the data what really works. And then you know to really push that thing, to own that thing that is resonating with your people and helping sell your services. So with that said, if this is something that you would love help with further or just quite honestly, individualized help with your brand at all, I would love to work with you. I have a link in the show notes where you can reach out to me and book a call and let's chat through ways that I can help you and your brand. The thing that my clients always find so helpful when working with me is just having the perspective of someone else. I oftentimes tell my clients (laughs) that sometimes working on your own brand can be like being on the inside of a water bottle and trying to read the label on the outside, but it's murky and you can't make out the characters. You can kind of see what it's going to be. And you just need someone to pick up that water bottle for you and read the label. (laughs) It's a lot clearer 
someone else sometimes to have that outside perspective and give you that help on your brand. So if you feel like you are someone that needs a little bit more clarity in something or needs the confidence to ensure your brand is heading in the right direction or your messaging is heading in the right direction or your visuals are heading in the right direction, then I would love to work with you. So once again, I will have a link in the show notes where you can reach out to me and book a call and would be more than happy to connect and chat. And with that said, I will see you in the next episode when I am back in the U.S. and hopefully we'll have some fun stories to share. (laughs) But regardless, thank you again for being here. Cheers to the 10th episode of the Embody Your Brand podcast. And I will catch you next week. That concludes today's episode. Thank you again so much for being here, following along, and supporting the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it insightful or helpful, I would love it if you would give this podcast a five-star rating. I know I say this time and time again, but it really helps get this podcast out there to those that need it most. So if you could just take two seconds to do that, I would really, really appreciate it. If you have any other ideas or questions or topics that you would like me to discuss on this podcast, I would love to hear it from you. So there is a link in the show notes for you to request a topic, ask a question, or recommend a guest expert to come onto the show. So keep that in mind if there's something that you want to learn more about or dive into. And of course, My DMs are always open. My email is always open. I would love to connect with you and help you in any way possible. So like I said, everything is in the show notes for you there. And with that said, thank you so much again for being here. I hope you have a lovely week and I will see you in the next episode. Take care.